This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Opposition is growing against a new rule over transgender Montanans updating the gender designations on their birth certificates. In conflict with a recent order from a district court, the state health department issued a new rule on Monday that prevents transgender Montanans from changing the gender on their birth certificates, making Montana one of two states in the country with such a policy. And the ACLU of Montana, which represented the plaintiffs challenging the 2021 law, said they intend to bring the state's new rule to the attention of the court. Our stance is that the court order could not be any clearer. It is to preserve the status quo, which means allowing transgender Montanans access to changing the gender marker on their birth certificate. That's ACLU attorney Akila Lane. He told that to the Daily Montanan. The new emergency rule goes beyond the 2021 law by completely restricting transgender Montanans from changing the gender designation on birth certificates even with proof of surgery and a court order. The rule states sex designations on birth certificates can only be amended, quote, if it was listed incorrectly on the original birth certificate due to a data entry error. It tosses out birth certificate amendments, quote, based on gender transition, gender identity, or change of gender. The move by the Department of Public Health and Human Services is the latest attempt by the state to undo a 2017 rule that allowed Montanans to change the sex designation on their birth certificate through an affidavit and an online form. In July of 2021, the ACLU of Montana sued the state over the 2021 law that made birth certificate amendment processes more cumbersome. And in April, a Yellowstone County District Court judge issued an injunction against the law, calling it unconstitutionally vague, and he prevented the state from enforcing it while the litigation plays out. Last week, the ACLU of Montana threatened more legal action against the state for not complying with the court's order for more than a month. Under the new rule, the state contends the preliminary injunction did not require the state to revert to the 2017 rule. The Montana Supreme Court has ruled against state utility regulators and Northwestern Energy for requiring a wind farm developer to pay $267 million to connect to Northwestern's transmission system. Consolidated Edison Development planned to build wind farms in Wheatland, Ponderay, and Teton counties with Northwestern Energy as its target customer under a 44-year-old law requiring the utility to purchase power from small generators. Those plans ran aground when Northwestern chose to bill CED $267 million for network upgrades. After the Montana Public Service Commission sided with the utility, CED sued. The Public Utility Regulatory Policies Act, that's PURPA, requires utilities to buy power from qualifying alternative energy facilities. 
The Supreme Court says commissioners have repeatedly imposed conditions on renewable energy that violate the PURPA law. The commission has created shorter contract lengths and pricing terms that made solar projects uneconomical and even suspended PURPA hookup laws in Montana at the utility's request. In the latest case, Montana's Supreme Court ruled that the commission erred in requiring CED to pay for upgrades to Northwestern's transmission services. The cost went beyond what could reasonably cons- be considered CED's share. The court ruled that CED shouldn't have to pay for more than the costs associated with servicing its own project, the court ruled. A conservative minister has admitted that he fabricated a story about a transgender Native American lobbyist allegedly berating a state senator so badly that he sought the protection of the Montana Senate Sergeant-at-Arms. Pastor Jordan J.D. Hall has admitted he fabricated the story and apologized to Adrian Jawart, a lobbyist who testified on many issues related to Native Americans. The settlement includes a potential $250,000 payment. The case began when Hall used a story on his online newspaper, the Montana Daily Gazette, to promote the now-discredited story about Jarwart attacking Senator Butch Gillespie, a Republican. Hall, writing under an anonymous byline, called Jarwart a lobbyist, a transvestite goth, who roams the halls of the Capitol. In a story about Jarwart, Hall said that she had attacked Gillespie during a hearing on a controversial bill regarding transgender athletes. Hall now admits the incident never happened. Quote, I apologize to Adrian Jawart. The information I published about Adrian was false. Adrian did not threaten or harass Senator Butch Gillespie. I regret the error and sincerely apologize to Adrian for publishing it. A unit at the Montana State Prison remains closed with no immediate reopening plans. Quote, the department does not have any immediate plans to reopen the F unit at MSP. However, the DOC, that's Department of Corrections, is continuously evaluating the most effective and efficient ways to use space available and resources. That's according to Montana Department of Corrections spokeswoman Carolyn Bright. Last Tuesday, the Department of Corrections Director Brian Goodkin met with Governor Greg Gianforti Law and Justice Interim Committee Chairman Senator John S., the Republican from Big Timber, and Representative Donovan Hawk, the Democrat from Butte, to discuss chronic staffing issues at the state prison. Quote, all we did was talk about retention and recruitment. It was a pretty simple meeting. Not a lot came out of it. That's according to S. That's what he told the Daily Montanan. The state prison, outside of Deer Lodge, is a 1,600-person men's prison. And citing staff shortages, the state shut down the F unit of the state prison in early May for the first time in 30 years. Bright says about 20% 
of the 328 correction officer staff positions at MSP are unfilled at any given time. Missoula officials say they are seeing an increase in drug overdoses. Quote, we are seeing a lot of hospitalizations and a lot of deaths. Chief Criminal Deputy Missoula County Attorney Matt Jennings says, in about the last five weeks, I have filed motions to dismiss six different cases because the defendants I was prosecuting died. The Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services reports over 1,400 opioid overdoses from April of 2020 to April of 2021. Missoula police say they are seeing the increase on the street with one main cause. Quote, from our perspective, the availability of black market fentanyl is having a significant effect on the number of overdoses we see in our community. That's Drug Task Force Commander Lieutenant Matt Stonecipher. The Missoula Police Department says they're making sure all officers are prepared for an overdose event when they leave the station every day. Quote, at an immediate level, we have equipped all MPD patrol officers with naloxone, and they are prepared to address the immediate effects of an opioid overdose if they are either sent to one or encounter one during their regular duties. The Bureau of Reclamation announced Tuesday that projected water levels at most bureau-managed reservoirs in eastern Montana will be below desired levels during this Memorial Day weekend. Quote, delayed runoff with drier than average conditions extending from last year have led to below average reservoir levels at most facilities. That's Ryan Neiman, the Montana area manager. There are some usable boat ramps at Reclamation Reservoirs east of the Continental Divide, but that may be limited. Neiman said, we encouraged water-based recreationists to check for the most up-to-date water level conditions at the Reclamation's website before heading to your favorite reservoir. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. We also post our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.